Unfortunately, due to circumstances out of Lowell's control, we lost the end of the Union show. Join us next week for more Union news. You're listening to LiveWise Union Radio Show. Good evening. Welcome to the second edition of the Union Show here on Live by 1350. I'm Adam Plom. Alongside me this afternoon is the smell of party poppers. Thanks to Joe Lavelle. Also, Matt Miles is here. Joe Lavelle is here. Sam Clark will be here. And also, Josh Balker. I've got the full set, the full complement of full-time officers this afternoon, so I'm feeling quite privileged and, in, and intimidating. Emmy was here as well. Hello. Just just in the corner, We're lurking. Just watching. Watching ahead. Matt, would you like to get us started this week, as, as you are the communications officer, and this is a form of communications? Oh, don't put the pressure on. There's anything. no pressure. You're it's a natural at all this, and you know it. Okay. Um, What's the union doing? What do you want people to know? What do we need to know? Well, I guess the big thing happening this week is union council, which sounds pretty dull. But isn't <laughs> um, Yeah, largely is this week, actually. Uh, well, okay. no, yeah, the, well <laughs> union, the first union council of the year is always... Uh, you, you tend to get kind of really boring stuff for... A little while, and then something juicy quite comes up at the come like quite juicy comes up at the end. Yeah. Um, How juicy? So, well, this year we the the kind of the juicy things. We've got three policies, and they're all fairly juicy. Or four, <laughs> actually, four policies. Hit me. Five? No. Well, sort of. Um, so we've got an attendance monitoring one. So we basically are amending our attendance monitoring policy because the last one said we don't like attendance monitoring at all. Do not look at us ever is kind of what it said <laughs> right um, now we've um, changed we're kind of uh, submitting a proposal Sam's actually and, and Joe you're seconding it how about yeah. that yeah, yeah. Um, to say that uh, as a kind of an information gathering exercise there's no problem with actually seeing who's going to lectures it's just if you then use that as a stick to beat people with then um then, then that's something that we have to oppose. Right. So uh, we, we, if this proposal goes through, uh, which um, it may well do, we, it kind of says that you can take registers and stuff and find out who's going to which lectures. But as long as you use it as kind of support, so to identify if there's a student who hasn't gone to three seminars, for example, then it's not just always going to be because they're lazy. It might be some kind of issue that an advisor isn't placed to talk about. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. What so if that's... somebody is to miss all of their seminars? Are they still are they liable to be disciplined then? Well, yeah. Just, just well, the, attend- the attendance monitoring policy. Joe Joe keeps showing me pictures of cats and bread, which is really distracting. <laughs> um, the attendance monitoring stuff is basically if you don't go to eighty percent of your seminars. And I found out today that some lecture theatres have been installed with uh, campus card readers, so you have to attend 80% of your lectures as well. Newsflash, right, from the meeting I've just been in. Wow. Um, what happened to the pen and paper being passed around? This is, <laughs> this is advanced spying. Well, it's lectures, because previously, like, lectures are something that some people engage with, some people don't. If you turn up to a lecture and it's really boring, you probably will have... And you haven't engaged with it at all you pay attention for maybe 10 minutes, you would have been better off spending an hour in the library. Yeah. I think that's sure. something that the university's administrative side who've come up with this policy just don't understand. Yeah. So, now if, if you don't, if you attend, say you've got 12 lectures in a in a term, if you attend nine of them, then that means, and, and then you fail your module because you've turned up to nine lectures that you just fundamentally didn't connect with and then you didn't have time to do studies or whatever, like there was some kind of legitimate reason for you to fail the course yeah. other than you're stupid or you're lazy, <laughs> Then, which often there is, then yeah. if you've only gone to nine of your 12 lectures, then you're not allowed to 
you're not allowed to have, uh, take a reassessment. You're not allowed to be assessed again. Right. And that means you fail your degree because you're not allowed to carry a fail a fail in your a failed module for attending nine of twelve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. You could miss three <laughs> via illness. I mean, yeah. if you have yeah, then if you have like a legitimate excuse. For, miss, for missing those three, then fine. It's the unauthorised ones, which might be that you just don't find it useful, which yeah. isn't recognised as a reason, or uh, yeah, I, you I, have depression and you couldn't contact your advisor because your advisor isn't qualified to deal with that kind of thing, or they might not believe you. Like. I think nine is quite a lot out of twelve yeah. for some students to have made, yeah. and they would still pass the. Uh, it seems a bit of a, a high number. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying don't go to all your seminars, but. Yeah. And is fair fair amount of twelve, isn't it? Really? But then if they rec- if they do discover that you know students have missed the first three lectures, it might even be that they don't actually know where they're meant to be going. <laughs> like it might be yeah. a simple kind of communication error. True. Yeah. It might be that they're they've got a bereavement in the family and they don't feel like that they want to tell their personal advisor. It might be that they don't like the lectures that they're being given, and that they're worried that if they tell their advisor, it might get back to their lecturer who is marking their work. Like there are all, all kinds of legitimate concerns and reasons for people not going to lectures. So to have to turn up to nine is just unbelievable. It's, it's, it seems odd to have a quota. There's a, a set number. Yeah, I yeah, don't really understand the, the concept of there being a, a number you must go to. If you don't, then you could fail. It's completely out of nowhere. Like. It seems to be very reasonable to me. Yeah. Um, what's next on the agenda for the council? You have uh, numerous other policies, which well, I'm not sure how many you've got. Uh, 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 then there's also We Are Norwich. Unite Against English Defence League um, is coming along. So, an interesting one. Uh, so, EDL, English Defence League, are coming to Norwich to do a protest. Um, so, when is it? 11th of November, was it? 10th of November. They're a political party, so the union can't actually oppose them on right. political grounds. Okay. Um, so, we're kind of unsure how, if legally, we can counter protest uh, <laughs> so it's, it's dodgy grounds we need to look we need to look at the legal side of it um, Josh did you have well the EDL are coming um, because a stall on the market which um, was a front for a church which was actually distributing racist propaganda right um, was uh, closed down by the council um, asked to leave and not given permission to uh, come back right um and so the EDL saying, well, this is terrible, you know, we want, we, we want this back. Um, and so we they, think... They want the market with racist, racist um, propaganda? Yes. Right, okay. Basically. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so... Just um, to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. And so I think um, legally we can oppose the, um, propaga- the, Christian, the group. Christian group, yeah. which were promoting anti-Islamic okay. um, sentiment. Um, and as the reason, so yeah, so we can actually promote the march because it's for something that we're against, basically. Right. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, a slightly tenuous, I guess, but we can get away with it essentially. But tenuous, but worthwhile. Tenuous, yeah, but worthwhile. I, I think I, I anticipate the kind of argument that if there is an argument that comes up against this. I, mean, I know which side I fall on, but I can anticipate an argument that says that the first thing a fascist would do would be to try and shut someone down. Yeah. So a kind of a counter protest is there to shut down uh, someone's voice. Yeah. The fact, the, the fact that that voice is completely fascist, mm. um, and uh, I'm welcome in Norwich, so essentially. It's, a, it's an odd situation, I guess, for the union to be in, in that you're not, you have to sort of find a loophole. As such to, yeah. to counter protest. Yeah, and that's about charity law as well. Um, yeah. 
So like we uh, we also and we also have a no to no platform policy. So the NUS has a no platform policy which says that um, they think that there are certain people who they who they should be able to say you're wrong. Yeah. We don't agree with you. You're not allowed to talk. Um, whereas we disregarded that. Uh, yeah. we, we have a policy that says we disagree with that. So it, it, there were kind of clashes and arguments to be had. It's quite juicy, I think. It's fairly, yeah. it's fairly juicy. It is one of the juicier ones, Matt. I'll, I'll yeah. give you that one, yeah. Um, <laughs> like a little starburst. Um, we've got one policy that says stop the cuts, make the rich, i.e. the university pay, um, which is quite an interesting one about the fact that we are one of the worst funded unions in the countries uh, yeah. by the university. So we get about half a million pounds. Uh, Leeds and Sheffield, for example, get about two million pounds. Southampton, really? who we scored better in in the National Student Survey. We, we did really well, by the way, National Student Survey. I don't know if anyone knows. Came joint 13th with a satisfaction score of 81%, which is all right. Um, and the eighth highest score, yeah. I see. Right. Um, but yeah, so and we did that with just under half a million pounds of block grant. Uh, so obviously we turn over nearly 11 million pounds every year, but we spend most of it on trying to generate that much money. Yeah. So. So you're trying to get more money from the university, essentially. Uh, yes, we 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 think that. Um, it kind of we actually represent quite good value for money for the university and yeah. just a little bit more would be all right um it works out about 26 pounds per student that we get southampton it's over 100 right so yeah not a lot of money really is it's it? not not very much student, money though no. considering like you said the 11 million pound turnover yeah and, and the, the sort of difficulties in attaining that in itself are Yep. You, you need some more money. Right. That's what you need. <laughs> we do. Adam. We need. We do. <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. We do need more money. Um, so, yeah, the last juicy policy on council, come up for council, is um, protect faith on campus, which I'm actually proposing. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so that's basically about the idea because um, there's the whole kind of Islamic centre stuff that's been going on over the summer uh, where the university wanted to shut down demolish the Islamic Centre essentially without telling anyone yeah. we managed to find out um, campaigns were made over the summer every Friday in fact uh, Islamic students in the local community campaigned against the closure and then the university decided that they wanted to think more strategically about it uh, which is great and uh, they're consulting students and stuff which is also good we have some, some concerns about how they're actually consulting because they don't seem to be interested in proving how they've used the consultation um, but so the policy that I'm proposing is to address the argument of like should there be any provision for faith on campus or should there be no provision for faith on campus considering the university doesn't have to provide anything right okay uh, and my policy that I'm proposing says I think they should Right, you what think do, they should? What do you think, Adam? Oh, I think they should. Surely it's a responsibility of the university to provide that that kind of. Uh, I, mean, I mean, surely it comes under a similar sort of branch, like the dean of students and things like that. It's a student support um, service, if you like. So, yeah, I'm with you on this one, Mr. Miles. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's quite all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of. Uh, I guess that's all the juicy stuff on council. Yeah. Do you have anything else un uh, as comms officer to tell us, inform us of? Um, I guess all the other stuff, we're going to be reporting back the Dean of Students' reply to the Rugby Club's appeal from last year. Right. Um, when's that? 
when, when are we reporting it? Yeah. Well, we're doing that at council. Right, okay. So, well, we, we're directing students to where they can find the letter from okay. Annie Grant that she sent to Andy Driver, the old rugby club president. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, the, <laughs> over, over the summer, uh, rugby club appealed to Annie Grant, who's the dean of students, to try and overturn our decision to suspend them for a year, and Annie basically said no. Um, right, okay. And this is a justification? Yeah, and the letter justifies it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That could be a, an interesting read, I'm sure. Yes. That, that yeah. will attract some, uh, some hits. I imagine so. <laughs> it was uh, quite the topic last year, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. If you look at what our m- the most popular posts are on our blog, I think the Rugby Club is still the most popular post. I'm not sure. Let's have another look, but Excellent. over 2,000 hits, I think. Wow. Even all these months later, it's, it's still there. Yeah, I don't think it's still getting hits, but uh, but at the time it was yeah, pretty big deal. Excellent. Anything else? Uh, there's the, the TUC demos coming up, isn't it? Is that this? <clears throat> yep. Um, Weekend. Yep. Trade Union Congress. It's the TUC. No, it's Congress. Yeah, Trade Union Congress. Oh no, there's a Trade Union conference. <laughs> there is a Trade Union conference happening, but they're called the Trade Union Congress. Right. And okay. it's uh, basically it's is it just higher education trade unions? Or is it public sector? It's everything. Uh, it, trade it's unions. all public sector trade unions. Excellent. It's entitled "The Future That Works," and it's um, following on from their last one, which was uh, "Fund Our Future," right? Um, uh, which had almost half a million people there, uh, police estimates. So it's going to be a pretty big one. We're sending down a coach, uh, which is fully booked now, Excellent. <laughs> unfortunately. But make your own way to London because it should be a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> it should be a doozy. You heard it here first. <laughs> Yes, last week you hadn't quite sold out the coach, had you? So no, there's we've been progress there. We've got just under 50 people coming along, which is excellent. Quite good, I think, in fairly short notice. Superb. Anything yeah. else for us, Matt? Before we move on to Josh Balker and exam feedback. Well, I've I've just been in a uh, a student staff liaison committee, right. which is like basically where students in a in a school get to talk to the staff about issues they're having. Yep. Um, and I'm trying to think of one of the things that was brought up. Which one was this? This, this was in philosophy. Right, okay. Um, ah, right, okay, so history. Like one, one thing that was brought up is the cost of books. Okay. Um, last year we passed a policy at Union Council that said that we believe that there are, there are kind of compulsory costs that students pay that, that should be included in fictitious fees. Right, okay, yeah. So like, for example, I was an English student and there was one term when I had 36 compulsory novels that I had to buy and read in 12 weeks. But obviously I couldn't, A, afford all the books or I didn't have the time to read them. But it was right. expected that I would have them. And there weren't enough copies in the library for everyone. 36. 36. Uh, I was going to complain about my three compulsory books for a second there. Well, I won't now. <laughs> well, so the, so kind of there were some schools where, I mean, it's not great cost to the university, for example, to include three books yeah. within tuition fees. And I think, especially for arts and humanities students, it's something that, you know, it, you're not really getting much. You're getting a room and some teachers, whereas chemistry students for the same money are getting lab, really expensive labs yeah. and equipment and that kind of thing. What do you think should be included in your... Are there any, any kind of additional costs that you think shouldn't be included in your tuition fees for your history um, degree? I'm trying to think as a history student. I don't think I've ever really incurred any costs other than books really dossiers um, I guess yeah I mean book uh, they're, they're quite clever they never say you need this book this book is essential yeah they've always said we re- there's a book that covers it all we recommend if you want to buy a book buy it so they've, they've always been quite clever with that but I'd, 
from my point of view, I don't think there's anything else that I feel like I deserve to have. Maybe some more contact time. Maybe, I yeah. don't know. Because it's quite a lot of money to pay for three hours in your second year. Uh, third year, sorry. Um, but I, I think with what you said about having 36 books, then surely that should be covered in your tuition fee because that's... Because books aren't... Some of them aren't cheap, no. especially if they're out of print and, and, and old. I think they should definitely be included in tuition. Um, but from a personal point of view... Um, they've never said this is a book you need so I wouldn't say I've ever felt shortchanged yeah except for when you have three hours per week and then you can't get to see your dissertation supervisor because they're busy mm. you sort of start to question then where the money's going but especially at £9,000 I guess they're, they're kind yeah. of more entitled to ask for a bit more comfier chairs things comfier like that chairs. <laughs> well I was actually in a very nicely re kind of refurbished room Doing my doing my meeting today. Yeah, they they give you the nice room, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, had a big TV and stuff in it. But yeah, your school is the most satisfied school in Hum, actually, isn't it? History. Uh, so, no, AMS. Sorry? AMS. AMS. One hundred percent. One hundred percent satisfied. Yeah. Something wrong with that. Not yeah, one. Not one person had a little moan. Mm. Well, no, if you had names, when we're asked, are you satisfied with your course? Uh, everyone said yes. Oh. Well, good on them. Well done, AMS. That's that's impressive, AMS. I don't know, there's something wrong about leaving higher education feeling satisfied. (laughs) How cynical. (laughs) Two of them become officers. Yeah, this is true. Sam Clark has just joined us in the studio as well, Mr. Community and Student Rights Officer. You may have seen his face on leaflets in your house (laughs) on Unthanked Road and that kind of area. We'll talk about that in a little while. Matt, do you have anything to add before we uh, move on to Mr. Balcom? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. I hope hope you stay. We're going to have coffee. (laughs) Are we? No. No, we're not. No. (laughs) All right. I'm, I'm I'm a liar. That was awful. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're, we're, for the national demo, uh, our, the NUS slogan is educate, employ, empower, and ours is no more lies. So you, you're going to find your face on some placards, plump. <laughs> sorry. I, I'll buy you a coffee afterwards. It's going to have your face saying, I'll buy you a coffee, <laughs> and then the big slogan, no more lies, underneath. <laughs> so watch out. Oh, dear. I've opened a can of worms there. Promising coffee Another that I couldn't lie, provide. Because you haven't. <laughs> 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 no, no more metaphors. No more metaphors, yeah. Come on. Thank you very much, Matt Miles. I think, I think it's time for Josh to step in now. Oh, thank, we'll give him a round of applause. Yes. Uh, I like that. It's very very informal here. Friends clapping friends. <laughs> well, if we can't support one another. I, th- I feel, yeah, I think you should have to support each other. Just to, oh just moral support, if anything. Josh. Yeah. Exam feedback and student course reps. Yeah, I think I'll start with course reps. Like, uh, Matt just mentioned he was in... His philosophy SSLC, yep. just staff student liaison committee earlier, and that's where course reps meet with uh, academics and talk about things that are going on in their course. Okay. Um, so, and they've just sort of started happening this week. So, you have an elected course rep for every year, and if you have any problems, like you should be able to find out from your school secretary who yours is. You might even have an SSLC board in your school. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's important to find out who your rep is. If you've got any gripes, let them know. They can bring it up at Star Student Liaison Committee. I'm just gesticulating wildly, hitting monitors smashing and stuff. <laughs> la- uh, smashing computers all over the place. Um, how often are these meetings? Uh, it depends on which school you're in. Like, okay. A couple of times a term, usually, or semester, rather. Um, I never right. got into the habit of saying semester. Funny, that. But It's an Americanism. Yeah. But <laughs> you listen to music on those headphones. I'm listening to the radio show on these headphones. This ah. radio show. No, yeah. You're watching the football. <laughs> I'm listening to the radio show. Excellent. Right. 
really? Thank you. Oh. Um, Joe Lavelle is here as our sports sports broadcaster. Hello. It's one one in Club. Poland, I believe. Club. Oh, there. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. So. Uh, but student course reps have, have they all been elected now um, or are they not elected is it really a for the most part first year AMS reps haven't been elected we're running election there okay. but for the most part they would have been elected they generally should be elected is there one for postgraduates mm. on the same committee yeah there is okay. uh, the PGs have their separate SSLCs oh really um, yeah so I ask these questions as a postgraduate now yes um, so now you can um, join your postgraduate SSLC for history oh excellent um Oh, I'll, I'll keep fun. a lookout for that one. <laughs> I, just, I just came from one in, in development. It was yep. lovely. Everyone was great. You know? Are they formal? Are they quite informal? No, they're, they're quite informal. I imagine because everybody um, knows most people at that point, yeah, surely. So. Exactly. Um, they're, they're quite laid back, you know, just people discussing issues that are on the course. And so, um, and exam feedback, well, not just exam feedback, but feedback in general was one that just came up at the one I was in, which is why I thought it'd be good to bring it up here. Yeah. Um, uh, course feedback we predominantly talked about as I was in a postgraduate one um, right okay and uh, feedback is something that a lot of universities don't do very well and um, our scores on feedback in the national student survey are really down this year yeah. so uh, we thought um, we'd get this sort of a talking point in SSLCs and get students thinking of creative ideas of how how they want feedback you know on coursework and exams on coursework or? and exams yeah, yeah. okay and what they think is the best form of feedback so um, and leading up to a forum that we're going to have with the vice chancellor and course reps so we want and by that point we want course reps to have a really good informed idea of what they really want yeah I mean it, it should be different from all schools I imagine like in, in dev they were very keen on annotated scripts but there's lots of different types of feedback there's okay. like general feedback tailored feedback having feedback in general on exams is, would be nice yeah that's the starting um, point I yeah. imagine <laughs> I, went, I was going through the open comments on the NSS because that's my job apparently right um, <laughs> and one of them just said exam feedback would be great it, nothing it else uh, me and yeah. uh, I spoke with Matt last week about this didn't I and I just said that I just find it ludicrous how we don't get we don't even get our scripts back, let alone any feedback no. on it. And they're exempt from freedom of information as well, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because I found out what that is today as well. You found out what what is? Why why we don't get our scripts why scripts back. Okay. Uh, it's because uh, the university don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, there we have first. it. Right, okay. The university don't want to pay for what? Moving pieces of paper into a pigeonhole? Yeah. Mm. How does that yeah, incur the admin- a cost? The administration costs, apparently. But, so, administration cost of what? Well, that's just what I found out. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not grilling you here, Matt. I'm, I'm uh, grilling the metaphorical university yeah. in front of me. No uh, more <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No more metaphors. No more lies. Um, I just don't understand how there's a cost in. Somebody- you see what we have to deal with all the time when people we're trying to get stuff done and people say stuff to us like, "Oh, we can't do it because there's an administration cost." Yeah, and I- you have to sit there like, "What are you but- talking about?" But they're marked, and then are they sent to an external marker, most yes. papers? And then they get yeah. sent back to university, yeah. and then the hub will publish the marks. Yeah. yeah. So, from floor zero, or floor one in arts, the hub, for example, they can't take the lift and get off at each floor and put the, the exam scripts in pigeonholes. Adam's face is priceless. That's too expensive. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So I'm absolutely baffled at how that costs money. Well, yeah, I mean, well, how about we try and find out some more? Right yeah. Now? We'll, uh, we'll try and find out some more and come back next week and, and I see. Think, I think yeah. we should because why. 
I mean, just getting the exam scripts back would be helpful because you could read your own work and think, well, that's why I got a, a lower mark. I mean, that sentence didn't make sense, or I can't even read what that says. Yeah. But having some kind of feedback on it would be, especially for first and second years, because there's no way of improving on exam technique. I think if it does come in. I think if it does come in, it will only be sort of first and second years because their argument is why do it for third years if third years aren't going to send any more exams. Yeah, that's, I guess that's fair enough. I mean, it, they might, it must be quite expensive to... I mean, you think of all the ink they'll waste writing the comments. Indeed. So we, we, we can have, we've got to, got to prioritise year groups, but... Think of the administration costs. The administration costs will be astronomical. I mean, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I can't even believe that is their reasoning. I assumed there was a reasoning that it would be it would take too long or it was too difficult and, and there was some kind of freedom of information of having your own work <laughs> I don't know but wow yeah you can't FOI your own work right okay. it's crazy isn't it I also heard I don't know if you can help me on this Josh uh, being the academic officer that you can plagiarise your own work yeah is yeah. that true yes you can right what? could you can you reference <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if, if you're going to write about something that you've already written you have to reference what your previous work I'm definitely going to do that just for the <laughs> C Adam Plum. <laughs> I didn't. I, I thought that was one of those urban myths. No, no. no yeah. Really? Because otherwise, you could write the same paper twice, can you? Yeah, true. But then, but but then you're not you're not cheating. Well, I guess you are. Yeah. <laughs> you're Submit kind of. It's a half cheat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm glad we. If anyone else was wondering about that urban myth, it, it's not. So it, don't it's do not it. It's not an urban myth. Please don't self. All the people that listen in the library that are just copying out one of their own essays. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All the, all the sound of scribbling pens in the library and tapping <laughs> keyboards is just. Uh, I did, wow! Well, roll. I'll have to have to be careful of that. Being a master's student now, just just don't know if you if you know I'm a postgraduate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to do an essay that I did last year, and just change the question. But I can't do that now. Damn! Well, I wouldn't admit to that on the air. Right? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cheating. No. You were going to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was going to cheat, but now I'm not, which is okay, right? You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Anything else, uh, Josh, regarding um, academia? Well, a couple more fun things. We've uh, Juicy stuff, please. Um, <laughs> well, obviously, all that other stuff is quite dry, so we'll do some fun things, yeah? Oh, I um, think feedback's quite juicy. It's quite juicy, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we've got... Uh, I've been talking to the forum Millennium Library in town, right. yeah. and students in the second semester will have the opportunity to give lectures there. So, you know... Um, to give lectures at the forum yeah. on on whatever they want oh, unless okay. it uh, doesn't comply with county council rules so you can't <laughs> give a racial hatred speech oh. basically the EDL will be campaigning about that soon I'm sure they will because they wanted that to happen they want the market back up they, want, they want the market still in the forum yeah <laughs> but yeah if you're interested in doing that uh, give me an email union.academic at ua.ac.uk would I have yeah. to reference myself in this lecture <laughs> uh, yeah you can if you so desire I like that, that's a good idea that's a good uh, surely for people who are interested in maybe doing PhDs and stuff that's yeah, a good uh, if, if you're interested in going into a career in academia it'll be a good experience and it also yeah. gives you a chance to present your work to a completely different kind of community and it's also it's kind of outreach in the way that it's opening up a yeah. key for the local community and showing them what we do. I like that. Yeah. That, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> I came up with that all on my Todd. I like it. Uh, it's very, very clever. Yeah. You make it sound like there's benefits for other people. <laughs> there is. I know, I'm joking. That's good. No, that is good. I like that. I mean, that's, like I said, if people want to do PhDs or think about further study, that's um, yeah. helpful. You should do one, Adam. I don't think I will. 
Um, I might think about it. <laughs> Not a PhD, a lecture. No, uh, a lecture. Hmm. I don't think people were interested in. I'd be interested. Would you? Stanley Baldwin's Bond I don't. Like that? No. You do history. Yeah, I don't do Baldwin though. Who do you do? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Castle Ray. Yeah, do that. Palmston. All, all these thrillers. This is the juicy <laughs> stuff. The juicy stuff on my end now. This is Gladstone in that. Gladstone, eh? Yeah. yeah. No, I, that. I don't, don't, don't like Gladstone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Maybe do, do a lecture on why you don't like it. Mm, I, don't, I don't think you should do lectures on why you don't like something, surely. Why not? You're informing, you're educating. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, you're empowering. Like. <laughs> I feel under pressure that all four of the full-time officers are just staring at me, except for Matt, who's staring at his shoes. I don't want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> he knows the disaster that it could end up. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it wouldn't reflect well on the university, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and another lecture based thing. Um, but slightly different. This isn't students giving lectures. This is lecturers giving lectures. But uh, we've been we've got involved in this um, organisation called the Free Range University. Right. And um, basically, they have this um, online website. Obviously, it's an online, online website. I'm I'm the most technophobic. What do you mean an online <laughs> website? I'm the most technophobic officer I think there's ever been. Um, and I did a degree with technology in the name, so that's fun, isn't it? But um, uh, yeah, so. Basically, what they do is they—it was this set up by this guy at Bristol who hated his own degree, so he went to all his friends' favourite lectures, and he set up this thing called the Best of Bristol Lectures. Right. Okay. Where um, he set up a, a special cross-campus lecture series um, from all the most interesting lecturers, which uh, students got to vote on who they thought was the best, and then they were, they filmed them and they put them online. This sounds a lot like X Factor for lecturers. <laughs> it basically is X. Factor Are there for auditions? Lecturers. Uh, no, it's just voting online, oh. and we have a page. It's um, on the Fruny website. It's www.fruny.org.uk or something like that. Okay, I should probably find that out and tell you so next week. This um, this guy didn't like his course, so he just went to everyone else's lectures and then put a compilation of his favourites together, essentially. Basically, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so and yeah, we're looking to do that here. And um, basically, there's an online voting tool, and basically, there's outside people come in and do it, so I don't have to do it. Right. Um, uh, but we're voting on UEA lecturers. Yeah, just being but at the moment we need to show that we want it here. And so if, once we get 100 students that say, we'd like this here, you know, we can. they'll come in and... You've got one over here, mate, I'd like it. Yeah, I so like, I like that. just search for Fruny, Free Range University on Google, and then, you know, search for UEA on that. Okay, so on the online like, website, not the on, offline website. Yeah, on the online website. Right, okay. Just um, to avoid so, any yeah, confusion. We'd like this here, and yeah. then once we get 100 hits, they'll come and talk to our Pro VC academic and yeah. say we're gonna do this here if that's all right and he'll be like yeah sure because he's a nice guy yeah it's, there won't be any administration costs though will there <laughs> these are what you've got to think of now <laughs> no i think it's a really good idea and hopefully people will be interested in that because don't let off a party popper sam clark <laughs> um, anything else josh that you'd like to add regarding academic stuff you know if you need me i'm here guys oh i like that what, a way, that nice? what a way to go on to a song i think if you need josh he's always there for you Unless I'm at meeting. Everything academic. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Right, we're going to play a song off the lovingly put together playlist by um, those two guys whose names I've forgotten. Um, and then we'll come back and we're going to discuss other things with the other two full-timers, Sam and Joe, finance and ethics and community and student rights. It's written and on stuff. my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, community and student rights is what I said. Just with <laughs> ethics added in because I wasn't quite sure what your title was. Excellent. Right, this is Muse and we'll be back in four. You're listening to LiveWise Union Radio Show. We're back. 
on the Livewire Union show, as you just heard in that delightful new jingle. <laughs> Who made that jingle? Uh, James Lillywhite, head of daytime, made okay. that jingle. It's not too bad. I think it had a bit of a bit of a cold that day. It's, <laughs> it sounds like a bit nasally, but then again, every single one of Greg James's nasally. This people. is Livewire. Livewire. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> just we we digress. Uh, Joe Lavelle is here, finance officer. Hi, Adam. Hello, Joe. Hello. Hello, like we've never met. Hello, like you've not been sat here for the first half an hour of the show. What have you got for us? Well... Anything juicy? We've only got 18 minutes left. I've no idea where the show has gone, but... Yeah, kind of juicy. Uh, it was a Wednesday LCR last week. It was. We spoke about it last Wednesday. Uh, How did it go? We had an attendance of about 900 people. Which is very good for a Tuesday. Not bad, but for from, a Wednesday. For a, uh, yeah. The problem with it, really, is that it was... On Wednesday for sports teams to go like, after Bucks and celebrate. Bucks hasn't started yet. Bucks starts this week, so actually we got the wrong week. The um, other thing as well, um, a few people I spoke to, um, a couple of guys from the football team, mm. they didn't actually know well, that there was an LCR, which I found strange. It is very strange considering their president and ticket rep has been emailed almost constantly for the last. Mm. I don't quite know how that happened, but I'm thinking perhaps we will get um, communication issues with that. Uh, I think maybe once you get to the next one it will be better I hope so the next one's in three weeks the next two LCRs are it's Greg James next week Greg James uh, Hall- next, next Tuesday, Tuesday. Yep. Halloween the Tuesday after and then on the Wednesday after that is Titan Bright LCR okay so um, so yeah hopefully fingers crossed it will they should all draw the crowds in to be honest I think the, we'll see the real thing with the <coughs> Wednesday trial will be on that the Wednesday after on that Titan Bright and we'll see how successful we're getting in after sports teams. Yeah. If that is, and if that's what people want, and if they do, they need to make it a success. So that's Fair that. Enough. That's what's going on there. Um, we're launching something new in the next coming days. Okay. Uh, what are we launching? This is called Dragons. Of, well, the name is yet to be confirmed, but the name. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You, you started with dragons. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can't, ju- you can't uh, just stop the name. The, the name ne- is Dragon. It's not been decided yet. <laughs> it's it's. Set to be edited, but the name, the current working name is Dragon's Apprentice. Okay. And uh, like the doing... Apprentice and Dragon's Den. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> it blew uh, my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we are um, asking students to pitch together in teams of five. Okay. And we are. They're going to come to a workshop. They're going to effectively buy some stock, sell some stock, make some profit. We're going to give them hundreds of pounds. Multiple hundreds of pounds. Joe I'm not is sure. Sugar in this scenario, <laughs> literally hundreds yeah. and hundreds <laughs> of pounds <laughs> uh, to spend on effectively buying some stuff. Saying on on the 25th of November, we've got some stall space outside of Topshop. Okay, are uh, in town, and pretty much they've got to sell some stock, and whoever gets the most money wins. What kind of stock? The, anything it, they like? Any, uh, it just can't be food, and it's got to be EU safety regulated. <laughs> so, I like that. So uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, if you're a local business thinking um, you might have some stock you might want to think about getting involved with, or if you're a student, it'll be a really cool thing to put on your CV that saying you've been part of. It's good to show enterprise, it's good to show student entrepreneurship. Ent- entre- yeah, I was going to say that. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be good fun. So um, if you want to get involved, come speak to me or to Lynn Simpkin, our fundraising volunteers coordinator, and uh, we'll put you in contact, which will be, that should be really good fun. And you can make some money for the union. Uh, I think it's all going to... Or, or is it... I don't really know where the money's Oh, going. I assumed that the profit would go... I, I, I hope it does. I hope it goes into, like, en- like an enterprise fund, but I'm... Behind I the know. bar. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, the after party. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not at all where it's going. I don't know where it is. But, no, um, it sounds like fun. It sounds like it should way. be. It yeah. should be a laugh. Um, and good for the CV, as you said. This has been a podcast from Livewire1350. Go to livewire1350.com to find out more.